Hello and welcome to the SEER 365 sessions. Uh, I just want to start by wishing everybody a happy holiday season. Um, so every week we get some interesting people from the Microsoft uh, channel to talk about interesting topics. Uh, the purpose of this is not meant to be a heavy sales session, just talking about topics that are interesting uh, to all of us in the community. So today we've got an, a really interesting uh, topic today. Uh, we talk a lot about um, ISV solutions or implementing, but we don't actually talk about customer usage. So I'm really excited to be able to invite uh, Daniel Garcia uh, from ClickLearn. Hi, Daniel. Hey, Richard. How's it going, man? It's going very well. In the, I can love in the background a lot of... Uh, I, I hear your parties happening tonight. It's 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 on. Uh, we're gonna have our entire staff in the office. Uh, everybody brings their kids. This is gonna be full of toddlers running around wreaking havoc on our systems. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, it's it's uh, this time of year, and having some small people around always makes it any better. And before yeah. anybody who's watching the video, uh, the little superhero in the background—that is a mannequin, not a real person. That's very still. So, yeah, uh, so yeah, don't don't yeah. worry about that one. It's uh, although it's a bit weird and freaky. But the, we'll, st we'll story on that one. Actually, it's a suit that that we used. Uh, I, I have I think about Directions nineteen, maybe Directions Emea. Uh, this was in Austria. We had a person with that suit running around. So it's the superhero uh, that's that's spreading around user adoption. <laughs> nice. uh, so so we still have it. We put it in the mannequin. Nice, good. Well, I, I know what I'm going to be doing at Directions of Me in next year. That'll be uh, that'll be good. Yeah, Leon, right? <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about that. That would that be a lot of fun. So, Daniel, let's start by um, tell tell the people about you, uh, where you're from, what you're doing, and then uh, a little bit about ClickLearn. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm the head of strategic alliances here at ClickLearn. So it's my job to work with all of the SIs and the ISVs in the uh, ecosystem in helping them um, achieve successful implementations for their clients. And ClickLearn is a digital adoption solution. So in essence, what we do is we make it easy for the employees of uh, these end clients to adopt the new solutions that they have. All in all, we're about around 80 to 90, uh, 90 people around the world. We have offices in Tampa for the US, of course, our headquarters here in, in um, Copenhagen, beautiful Copenhagen, offices in India, and then also a presence in Australia. Roughly, there is about 8,000 what we call authors. These are people that are using our recorder technology to create training documentation on behalf of all of their employees in their organizations. Um, that spans around 50 different countries, all in all, right? Wow. Very uh, cool. So, so we, we, you know, chatted a few times, and 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 I, it's it's an interesting one, right? So I've been involved a lot on the on the the sales and, and delivery of of ERP and CRM systems, but it's always towards the end of the project when budgets are running tight, yeah. and the customers like, uh, do we need to do any 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 user training? Um, and and it's like, well, you kind of do. Like, you know, you can put me in a Formula One car, but I won't go very fast, you know, <laughs> on the first corner, right? So, so, so tell me about your thoughts about end user training and, and what's the kind of the modern way of doing it rather than, you know, just throwing a handbook at somebody and expecting them to... Uh, yeah, to yeah. Well, so the, the last two years, that's in essence what I was working on. 
Um, so heavily working with the SI partners in different implementations from uh, global multi-location ones to smaller SMBs where you might have 25 to 50 people in the organization. And what I saw a lot of, right, um, was a situation where you had the IT department owning training. This is maybe sometimes it's not very, uh, you, don't, you don't think about this. You think, well, HR is going to handle everything. No, it's, it's IT owns training of the implementation and they're not training experts. Um, the mentality typically is, you know, they're all focused on the product itself, mm -hmm. on the ERP implementation. And the thought is you build it and they will come, right? Um, and a lot of the resources goes to getting all of the bells and whistles that they want. And then there's this inflection point, this epiphany of like, or the OO moment. <laughs> We're going live and we don't have any documentation. So they're scrambling around, try to figure out you know, what to do. Um, and so what, what you see typically is an older approach to a different set of environment that we have right now. So the approach is, you know, we document, uh, typically it's not end-to-end, -end. It's, it's very light documentation. Um, this train the trainer scenario and onboarding, which is great, um, but it's not very scalable. It doesn't mm -hmm. last, right? So I'll give you one example. There was uh, this huge uh, use case that we had in South Africa, a huge bottling company, I mean, ginormous client. They spend 60% of their training on transportation. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so getting people into rooms and now after COVID. Oh, I see, I see what you mean. So I thought you meant the transportation part of the project. Not on transportation of, of right. the individuals because the, the right. model is, you know, you, it's an event. You're yeah. implementing, you bring people into a room mm. and you give them hours of, of training. And, and typically the training is functional training, mm -hmm. right? So like navigation and then, and then when COVID happened, it's like, okay, well now it's online, but the, you're still bringing lots of people onto uh, uh, a setting into a, a live training. Now you have to worry about them being distracted, you know? And then what do you do? Well, you record hours of, of onboarding sessions and that's Which nobody's going to watch ever. Who, I mean, who the heck is going to go back no, no. and watch three hours when I'm an employee and I'm trying to figure out how to create an invoice, how to ship a product, right? So there's a very big disconnect between the approach to training, which number one, it's an afterthought. Mm. Number two, it's not done in a scalable fashion. And number three, it really pushes learning onto the employees where you have to go and switch through many different videos and functional training as opposed to micro bite-sized relevant helpful uh, uh, training that they need in order to be proficient. And I think that's that's what we see a lot of in the market. Yeah, I think so you so you've kind of got that kicker the, the example you used in in uh, a second ago. You, that's kind of like a kickoff training, right? Where new system, nobody knows what's going on, new new training. But I always think you've got other other sort of uh, points on on the user journey. Things like um, 
you know, I need to do uh, an obvious one is like a end of year report that I need to run. I only ever run that once a year. There's no yeah. way I'm going to remember how to do that. Right. Yeah. So how do, how do I do that? And then if they, if they roll out some new functionality or a new process or whatever it might be, you know, you're not going to get everybody together to do that. Normally it's like, I'll oh, work it out. Or, you know, I, we, we were talking about this the other day, you know, I, I worked at some pretty big companies. I worked at Microsoft and there was in theory, some training that you could get, you could take a day out of your life and go to a uh, place and do some training on how to use Microsoft technology. But nobody really ever did. But apart from that, you were literally left on your own. Like you work it out. So you'd be asking yeah. for workers or whatever. Um, so I, I think your solution just really helps with that kind of those small, you know, that that constant. How do I do this? You know, and, an, an easier way of doing it. And Richard, you know, to go back to what you said, uh, there's real life consequences mm. to to scenarios like that, right? Like that one thing that you don't do often, but you still have to do. And if you have to rely on colleagues, which are busy, they can help you and you're mm. trying it on your own. I'll give you one example in my past life. I, I was in the sales function and I, and I did a big sale. I think it was like $20,000 $20, sale. And I was so eager to ship the product. Uh, I did and I selected in the CRM mm. the address at an account level instead of at a, a, a primary level. I ended up shipping the product to the wrong location. <laughs> right so, and, and this wasn't like a floppy disk right this was a this, no this, this is a 20k you know a bdcr solution uh where, where the client is going to spin up the whole environment in a case yeah. of an emergency and and it's shipped to the wrong location so what what we try to do is we, we try to preach going away from event driven training mm -hmm. right this notion is just onboarding Learning is an ongoing, it's a journey, it's not an event. And so what, what we try to do is we provide tools for the enterprises and the SMBs to be able to keep documentation current and very easily give it to the employees inside of the business system, right? So in your particular case, right, Richard is there and he doesn't know how to perform a certain uh, end of year report you don't have to ask anybody. Yeah. You can feed yourself. You can activate a virtual assistant, which is populated by the same documentation that you did at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I, I just think it's really powerful. And and, and especially when, you know, it, and asking a colleague is one thing, but asking a colleague when nobody works in an office anymore. I mean, you know. <laughs> You know, it's, it's you know trying to get somebody on Teams or you know trying to get hold of somebody. Everybody's busy. Everybody's on calls all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was much easier back in the day, almost. But but yeah, yeah. It's, uh... yeah and I mean, I haven't you know I haven't explained uh, you know in detail how the solution worked. But in oh, please, essence, please, what, do. What, please do. Yeah. So what ClickLearn does, maybe this puts some context into it. Um, it's a it's a system recorder that will capture uh, all of the process inside of Dynamics, or even if your business process goes beyond into some other integrated ISP. Yeah. Now that you have captured it, it automatically generates the written documentation, training videos, and all of that knowledge sits in a learning portal, which then points inside of the business system so that you can be self-reliant, right? You, you don't need to call somebody on Teams, you don't need to sell a help desk ticket, 
And the result of having this learning embedded in the flow of work um, is measurable. So I'll give you a use case. There's, there's a company, it's a construction company called Multiplex. They implement the system. Um, they were able to reduce help desk tickets by 33% the first month, and they exceeded 50%. Now think about, you know, I'm an SI, and, I, and I'm thinking about my clients, right? Imagine going to your client and saying, hey, listen, I'll be able to reduce your support queries by 50% after the implementation because you'll be able to give people the means to be self-sufficient. And the thing is that in order to make all that happen, it's plug and play. There's no integration. Anybody can do it. Any BA within the IT department can do it. So now the mentality is not event-driven because after the implementation, the money dries out. You, mm. you can't be doing huge onboarding sessions every, every quarter to deal with the new employees that you have or some changes to your system environment. So with our solution, once you build the training, then you 5% of your time is spent on just doing maintenance on the mm. documentation. So this notion of evergreen training year round as opposed to event driven. I think it's really powerful. And, and the ROI on that just instantly stacks up. I mean, you know, cutting help desk tickets by 50%. That it, it doesn't really matter what you're charging at that point. Uh, yeah, and yeah, and the ROI and that's enormous, and and more than ROI actually, the the, the customer, the end user experience is is going to be so much better. We've all yeah. been there. How frustrating it is not being able to. I need to be able to work out how to do this or run that report. It's really important. I need to get it out in the next hour, and I can't work out to do it. Just getting rid of all of that frustration, just. I mean, our, unfortunately, in business, everything always comes down to money, right? But just from an experience perspective for the for the end user, that's really powerful. Yeah, I think we've all been, like you said, right, from an empathy point of view, mm. uh, we've all experienced that we wouldn't know what it's like. But, I mean, you know, if you think about it, learning the business system is the first opportunity for mm. the SI partner to give ROI to the client, speed to value. It's the very first step. And then once they know the system, then there's automation that is given back to the employee in the way of all of the, the, the functionality that the system can offer. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I think with business solutions, um, you know, generally people in businesses, you know, they're, they're smart people. You know, normally, <laughs> normally people don't, don't go out of the way to, to employ, you know, dumb people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, nobody go, it does it intentionally at least no no <laughs> although uh my, my boss might be listening to this and might have a different opinion on that but you know you you've got people who they can come to your house and they used to be able to just turn on the tv right i can go to your house turn on the tv now you've probably got 15 different remotes uh and it has to go in this order and everything has been made more complex so so i think your your solution being able to get rid of a lot of that uh friction a lot of that um, end user, you know, just 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 feeling dissatisfied all the time with this system. Uh, it might be the best system in the world, but if nobody can use it, it's not going to be a good system, right? So I, we, I think uh, I mean, your, your approach is really good. 
we're asking we're asking a lot of employees if you think about it these days right we yeah. we we're in a in an environment where i think it was like 78% of fortune 500 companies have power apps right yeah um this this low code no code uh all of the organizations are leveraging this as well yeah. right yeah yeah and um employees are bombarded not only with upgrades as we migrate to the cloud, right? These upgrades are happening. I, 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 I see it myself. I turn on the, my, my CRM and, and Dynamics is like, look, hey, this looks different, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a big ask of people to stay on top of all of the different changes that, that, that is happening. Mm -hmm. And if you can help them transition, right? We talked about digital transformation, but transformation cannot happen if they don't adopt the solution. Absolutely. At the end, you're just stacking technology. You're not really transforming the organization. So it does go back to people. Mm. Very cool, man. So you, um, have you got other examples where sort of that, that stand out to you where customers have done things and, you know, maybe uh, illustrative of, of the, the types of stuff that... that yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, when the, there's a case, um, it's a CRM case in the States uh it's called a census um so you know they help a lot of people in the u.s with planning for uh, retirement and so forth um and if you, if you listen to um the crm owner he talks about this aggressive plan that they had to roll out this technology right mm -hmm. so very aggressive roadmap uh, and he goes and he takes a pause and he goes like, and nobody's talking about training. Mm. <laughs> you know, there's absolutely nobody in the room is talking about how we're going to get people uh, to learn these new systems. And then, so he has to make a decision. Do I either staff up, right? Do I need to hire at least three more people? And to give you a size, I think his team is roughly around 15 Mm -hmm. in, 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 in his department that are directly related to the CRM. And it's about roughly 2,000 employees mm -hmm. uh, using the CRM. And, you know, he had to make the decision, am I going to staff up and hire about three additional people in order to be able to deliver the, the type of training that's necessary to adopt? Or do we find a new way? And so we were able to partner with them um, and so what they're doing now is they're using ClickLearn to build the baseline training and keep it maintained over time. And they, in essence, have office hours. And the office hours pretty much <laughs> uh, is focused on helping people uh, teach how to use the ClickLearn learning portals, teach them how to reach out for the solution inside of their CRM. Mm -hmm. um, removing all of the basic uh, concerns that they have delegated to the learning portal. Um, and then uh, they focus on more complex requests. So that's one user case. Another one that I can think of, it was actually in the UK. They implemented this policy where they go, look, before you send me a request or some help, you need to go to the learning portal and find the answer. If you don't find the answer, then that gives you the right to submit a support query, right? The support team uses the, the ClickLearn recorder to record the answer, put it into the learning portal. And for the end user, the experience is seamless because they're going to the same location. And all of a sudden, yeah. in a matter of seconds, 
the their answer pops up in the learning portal. And so with every single request, the the breadth of knowledge that the learning portal has continues to grow. And so that's when you see the support queries go down, right? It's that, that's incredible. I, I I can just and it, it's frustrating that more people aren't using your stuff. Cause because honestly, man, I, I just think trying to do it the train the train away like you said at the beginning or or um you know even worse sending somebody a word document with you know this this you know go to these five different things it, it's just not it's just yeah. not the way people want to do it anymore so. and richard I, and i, I got to tell you it's it's sometimes is uh it's scary to see you think that you know large corporations you know i have seen it in in small to huge corporations where things are still being made manually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the time that it takes you to use Snagit and Microsoft Word to piece together yeah, yeah. documentation, you would have already created a full learning portal in ClickLearn. Yeah, and yeah. so all of the deliverables that comes out of that, you know, the the the, the interactive videos, the simulations, um, it's off of the same single event. <laughs> Well, hopefully some people have been listening to this and, and uh, think, do you know what? We should be doing this. Uh, and I highly encourage you to do it. So um, if you have been watching this uh, or listening to this, uh, and I'll, if you're listening, I'll, I'll put these in the, in the show notes as well. Um, feel free to email. Um, we've, we've got a, you know, is, uh, Daniel's email address there. So dga at clicklearn.com. Um, or go on to clicklearn.com itself and have a look around there. And then the third option being going on to LinkedIn and uh, give them a follow on LinkedIn and find out more information. Um, Daniel, I really appreciate your time. Uh, it's been great catching up with you. Uh, I, I do think this is a really interesting topic that uh, in, in all truth has probably been put to the end of the project and therefore people kind of forget <laughs> about. So uh, hopefully hopefully this will raise it up a little bit. Uh, and I want to wish you and all the ClickLearn team and all their families a happy holiday season. And uh, for everybody that's listening, thank you very much for your time. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it sparked a, sparked a thought that you can take back into your businesses. And I hope you all have a great week. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Richard. Thank you, Darren.